Welcome, everybody, to episode nine of Halfway to Heroes. Guys, who's recapping for us this time? Not me. Not it. I feel like it's up to me and Merlin because we just, you know, walked through memory lane a minute ago. <laughs> um, Last we left, we were throwing a party, and I don't remember what the party was for. I <laughs> Yeah. It was like a wake for a celebration of life, as Ultrax called it, for uh, Clyde's Mama Luann. Oh, yeah. Say, that doesn't sound like cause for a party. So, like, that party is not happening. You guys scheduled it, but it's not like you guys are, like, in a party right now, just so we know. And then we invited the Funky Four, reluctantly, because we want to see if they have information they're not giving us, I think. Was the episode before this one with the horses? That was two no, episodes ago. No, that was two episodes oh. ago. Shoot. Get with it, man. <laughs> horses on the brain, man. We went to go see Clyde's old house just to see, I mean, just to check it out, I suppose. Oh, no, no, no. No, no that's wrong. That's no. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's, a, there's a lead that's out as the headquarters of the Scarecrows. And Clyde was pissed when he found out. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said he wanted to burn it down. And Dustin's like, <laughs> Merlin was like, is it your house? <laughs> uh, do you remember how you got that lead? Uh, there was a little kid that we stole a toy or something back for, or a sword or a gun or something like that. It was a sword. sword. Sword, yes. And he told us exactly <laughs> where he saw the scarecrows going in and out of prior to us arriving in Flander Dash. Yeah, and I do want to make sure that we do recap how you all uh, stole that sword back, because I loved it. <laughs> I became a battle bot. Ubo was the demonstrator. That's right. And I uh, suggested the kid to get grounded, I think. Yeah, well, Merlin, you're the one that actually broke into the house and stole the... Oh, yeah, got the piece. Yeah, and then got out, and then... Then you told the kid he was grounded and yeah. used suggestion on him. <laughs> I went back up and I went and threatened him. Yeah, his dad let you for some reason. That should have probably been a persuasion check on my part. My bad. <laughs> I think I think Merlin suggested him too. He tried, but he couldn't see him at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And then, I mean, obviously, and then we ended with you all getting to Clyde's house, going into the cellar. Oh, one thing we did forget. The water puzzle. There was one puzzle that you all had to crack. That was a pretty, <laughs> yeah. it was a pretty rough puzzle. It's uh, been featured in movies and things. We had to get four gallons out of just a three gallon and a five gallon jug. You had to get it four gallons exactly. <laughs> but what happened? Clyde used a magic bag and produced four gallons of beer. <laughs> That's his, right. His alchemy jug. He just poured four That's gallons directly I, into it. So he I didn't have to. Precisely four gallons of beer. <laughs> so he did not have to do any math or anything. And then that opened uh, up the door. Uh, this entire fl- uh, cellar is flooded. And we left off with you all entering into this uh, room that was an intersection. Four rooms, one on each wall, including the one that you all just came from. So three rooms, three doors that you haven't opened yet. Uh, this seems to be like a like a foyer or um, you know like an entrance hall type room uh flooded with about two feet of water but we had merlin and clyde kind of leading the way going further into the room and then ubo and altrex back at the entrance of the room when two 12 foot tall snakes made out of an entirely out of water kind of sprung up from the water so i'm gonna go ahead and have us roll initiative and let's settle this at least it's Man, not spiders. I do not remember any of that. I rolled a 16. I got 17. I got an 11. I got an 11. Who has more decks between you two? I got plus one. Uh, plus zero. Okay. Are they spawning in between us? Uh, there's pretty much one on... I mean, this room's not huge. Um, there's pretty much one on Clyde and Merlin and one on Ubo and Altrex. And first up is Merlin. Oh, sweet. Um, big old water snakes. You got any anti-water? Just throw some sand on them. It's fires like they're resilient to fire, right? That would make more sense. 
In the world of Pokemon, anyways. I'm going to do uh, Eldritch Blast. The one on me, but it, I just got a nine to hit. Yeah. No, that's not going to do it, man. What's yeah, your Eldritch Blast so. look like, again, when you conjure it up? Like a red flaming ball in one hand, a blue ball in the other hand, and then they merge together. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, like it, it like forms this circle around it, and it just passes harmlessly through it. You got anything else you want to do? No. Actually, I got Healing Light. You know what? I'm going to do a Healing Light on myself. Okay. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Okay. Cool. I got a one. Cool. So you just light yourself up a little bit and heal a little bit of your wounds from that snake bite earlier. Okay. Oh, I can do a couple at once. I'm going to do two of them at once. I got a three, so I got four total health. Cool. Okay. Um, next up is Altrex. So Altrex, there's one right on you and Ubo. I'm going to use Thunderous Smite on him. Okay. First time you hit with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon rings with thunder that is audible within 300 feet, deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to the target, and if it's a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. Okay, so you have to hit it first. So first roll to try to hit with your sword. 19. Yeah, all right, so uh, you're going to hit. So roll your weapons damage. Eight. Plus three. So 11 plus 2d6 from the thunder damage. Two. From both of them? Did you roll snake eyes? Oh, no, I don't roll. I rolled one. Three on the second one. Okay, so 11 plus five, uh, 16. You slice through this 12-foot-tall snake, and as you do, the water kind of you know bends around your sword, and you, you slice it, and it drops down and loses maybe a, a foot or two of height. And then that booming echo rings through the whole room and echoes back from the deeper rooms in the in the area. Next up is the water snake things. That one that just got hit is gonna look at you, Altrex, and it's gonna swallow you. You make a strength save real quick. Did the did the snake have to do that for the, the thing being a creature? Yeah, we could say you kind of you you push it back uh, ten feet. The whole thing just kind of slooshes back and then kind of reforms a little bit. Shit, four. Oh man, <laughs> this thing dives towards your chest and then straightens up, and you are surrounded in this water. Uh, you take thirteen bludgeoning damage as Ugh. it smashes into you and sucks you up, and now you are grappled up in this water the other one is going to it's like rears its head back and slams it down into merlin maybe not not a 13 merlin nope clyde then it, it rears back and tries to slam its water head into you for a, a 26 <laughs> are you dead how <laughs> no no 13 damage oh, okay 26 to hit 13 damage <laughs> i was clyde. like what <laughs> um, and next up, I have got Clyde. How far am I from the the water moccasin? I mean, it just it just headbutt you. It's right on you. Is it resistant to like bludgeoning? Or? One way to find out, man. I shrank him by hitting a middle of his body. You just witness Altrex cut down his a little bit. I'm gonna hit it with my great axe, man. Swap right through it. You just aiming for like it's like midriff. Yeah. 14 plus, plus my plus to hit, plus 5. Got it. You got it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Do I have any other pluses besides my damage? It's it's your D12, uh, I think, plus yeah, your plus strength. strength. 10. It's better than what I did. Yeah, better. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a 4. Uh, next up is Ubo. So, DM, you're going to have to tell me if I can do this or not. Okay. I'm going to run. Can I jump into this thing inside of him? Uh, the one that has Altrex in it, too? Yeah. Sure. Um, the elemental can grapple one large creature or up to two medium creatures at a time. So, yeah. <laughs> you can jump in there if you Come wanted. on in. The water is fine. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> so, good thing I don't have to breathe. Get inside of him and just pee. Can I throw my weapon, hit him once, and then when it returns, 
hits him again. So the returning weapon, it, it's not like it hits him and then bounces back to you. It's like you throw it, it hits them, and then it magically just teleports back to your hand. Oh, man. It, it would, like, hit him once. Oh, not like Thor Hammer. Not like, yeah. Okay, gotcha. There goes DM nerfing us again. <laughs> no, dude, that's what returning weapon All does. Right, I'm not jumping in him. I'm taking that back. Okay, that would have been cool, though. <laughs> it's not swimming <laughs> around in him. I'm just going to firebolt him. See what happens. Okay. I got a 15. Isn't it weird that this thing does not re- immune to water? To f- yeah, that's what I was thinking it would be. Not immune to water? I mean, fi- I mean fire. I mean fire. So wait, this is like a creature that you pulled up? It's just not? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I know, uh, but go ahead and roll your d10. I mean, don't fight it. Don't fight it. <laughs> I got a, I got a nine on the damage. Dang, mm-hmm. nice. Well, I guess it actually does kind of make sense because as you hit, you see a big cloud of steam go off of it as it boils away some of the water. And okay, I think that's, yeah. I think that's maybe why they're not that makes anything sense. to that. Yeah. So, is this a freshwater or salt water? Uh, this is fresh water. If that's going to change your tactics at all, what um, would happen if I was to put salt water in him? <laughs> probably just make him bigger. No, motherfucker. <laughs> you use that alchemy jug to get out of a puzzle. You cannot use it again until you take a long rest. <laughs> that is. Well, let me look it up. Let me look. What up if? Up. What if we drink them? You get to chugging. Well, you can't, Barry. Well, <laughs> I can't. Change. I can't. But everybody else can. Yeah, you can't use that drug again, John, until next dawn. I am sticking with that because you used that thing perfectly to get around a puzzle. So It's been like two weeks, man. I've gotten plenty of long rest. <laughs> In-game, it's been a good 30 seconds. <laughs> um, so we are actually now Ubo. Yeah, Ubo, that did seem to you know boil away a little. Uh, now the Ubo Altrex one, instead of being 12 feet tall, it's only about six feet tall now so i wouldn't be inside of it anymore i i would say that um that one actually isn't going to be able to uh swallow up another creature because it's pretty much its whole mass now is kind of covering all I'm, I'm seven feet tall okay we'll say that it is just like barely like fitting around you then okay um it, it's it's pretty much like all tracks with like this like weird looking snake forming around him um next up we're gonna go right back up to merlin merlin can you redeem yourself i'm gonna try and do the same thing uh, i'm gonna try <laughs> and do my eldridge blast okay yeah definitely 16 plus 5 yep you got it dang it you kidding me three damage that man that's not a whole lot man that's yeah but it also pushes them back 10 feet. What are you doing over there, man? Get your shit together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Try it. Bring the pain. Okay. Um, Ultrex's turn. Back to me. I just yes. want to break out of this thing. Just put okay. my arms together and just... So that is use your action to make a strength saving throw. 18. You got it. Yeah, you uh, you wriggle your way free of this thing. Uh, so now, since it's not like going around you... It shrinks down, but now it's more solid, if that makes sense. So that's just my move to get out of it, correct? No, that's like an action to break free of that grapple. Okay, so my turn's over? Um, You can move if you wanted, or if you've got any bonus actions, which I don't know if you have any really useful bonus actions at the moment. I don't think I do. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna step away from the thing. Okay. Uh well uh now it is the thing's turn. Um and this time since now it noticed that how ineffective it kind of was at how small it is now when it was trying to grapple you, instead of grappling you, now it's gonna uh run over towards you and it is just going to um slam into you much like it did to Clyde and Merlin. For, uh, I don't think an 11 plus, no, uh, you've got more than an 18, right? Oh, yeah, I got a 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got 20. Yeah. Uh, it slams into you, but you just, I don't know, how do you block it? I just, I, I, I want to just drop kick it. (laughs) Let me just, like, kind of kick it and it just goes away. (laughs) You just, like, yeah, you just, like, 
kick it in, on a snoot and <laughs> make it back up. <laughs> um, the other one now is going to... Because uh, that one can't make the two attacks now that it's like so withered up. Uh, this other one, though, is now going to do, again, just one at Merlin, one at Clyde. So, Merlin, you're going to get a, a 6 plus 7 again. No, wait. 9 plus 7. 9 plus 7. Help me out. Yeah, it's going to hit me. 16. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> okay. Uh, 7. Dang, man. Are you okay with 7 damage? I'm okay for now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Clyde, yours was the um, 6. Uh, yours is not going to hit. I rolled a six. I know that's not going to hit you. So, can we can we pause for a second? I have a serious question. What? So, like, if we hit zero hit points, are we are we like dead? We're if unconscious. You, dead, you, dead. Yeah. If you hit zero, you're bleeding out, and then you need to start making death saves. Or if I could just heal you for one point, that'd bring you back. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Next up, I have got Clyde. How's it? How's he looking? Uh, the one on you, uh, I mean, it is, uh, we'll say there's the one on them? the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's two of them, man. Uh, we'll say the one on you and Merlin is about seven feet tall. Uh, the other one's about six feet tall. So you guys are losing the DPS race at the moment, you and Merlin. I'm going to go with my great axe and I'm going to try to hunk a chunk out of him. Honk a chunk. <laughs> honk a chunk. Let's honk a chunk. Okay. Honk uh, that honk. 15 plus 5, dirty 20. Uh, yep, that's going to hit him. Honk a chunk. Clyde's new nickname. Uh, <laughs> 12, dirty 12. Not, okay, uh, yours is now about 5 feet tall. Fuck yeah. Uh, so now yours is now shorter, but now it is Ubo's turn. What's the idea? Let's hear it. Let's hear this idea. Oh, please. I'm going to get down on all fours, and I want you to run and jump off my back and shell drop on top of that thing and squash it. I'll try it. Let's do Just it. Just fucking squash it. <laughs> all right. I'm down on the ground. Just cannonball it and splash right. it everywhere. Reverse cannonball. All right. <laughs> give me give me a, um athletics check, Ubo. Hey, man, this Google dice roller is sweet. I'm just going to say I got a 10, so... How about this? Now, how about... Uh, so, you you beat my weird established DC that I was trying to throw together. Uh, you run up, jump off of Ultrex's back, um, and now you are... You know, you do get enough height to make it above him, and you do squish down onto him. Roll, um... Roll a d12 of damage. My plan's working perfectly. <laughs> Fuck yeah. D12? I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll just... Uh, shit, I'm trying to think of like what we add to that, and I have no fucking clue. I guess your athletics modifier, but I don't think that's very good. Like, you didn't hurt him, but you looked really cool doing yeah. It's a zero. <laughs> zero? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything that makes sense to add to that. Uh, I'm going to give him a hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I think I just I did one damage. That's it. Yeah, it's just one damage, too. You just see a little, like, <laughs> uh, like a splish uh, go off of it. <laughs> My shell's too aerodynamic. <laughs> And uh, now uh, Clyde and Merlin have pulled ahead of the DPS race. Uh, we are back up to Merlin. Is is the is ours still six feet tall? Well, yeah, we'll say it like it's like an inch shorter. <laughs> okay, five foot eleven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Third time's a charm. We're gonna try to do Eldritch Blast again. Okay. Yeah. So I hit him, but let's see. I thought Eldritch Blast was supposed to do, like, tons of damage. A D10 is the highest I got. Boom. Okay. Nine damage. Okay. Fire? What? I mean, Firebolt even does a D10. I thought Eldritch Blast did more than that. Wait, you know what, man? I don't think it's a D10. It's a D10. But wait. Um, it becomes two beams <gasps> at fifth level. What level are we? Oh no, you guys are level four, 
three. You guys are level three. Oh, so once I'm level five, I do two bolts. So two okay. D10s. So yeah, yours is now even height as your Elder's Blast takes a huge chunk of this water. So these things are both only five feet tall now, which is not very intimidating if you think about it. All of you all are over five feet tall. So now these two little <laughs> snakes are like shorter than you guys. Let's just leave them be. <laughs> I want to pee on one. Don't do that. I'll make it bigger. <laughs> it's all Trex's turn. I'm gonna give it superpowers. Uh, so give it poison damage. So if I cast a spell that's not an attack spell, I can still attack. Correct? No, it will use an action. Ah, uh, piss on that then. <laughs> I just want to slam this thing down with my my, my big sword. Do it, man. Club thing. Do Straight it, man. down. On the top of the head. Oh, split it in two. Split it in two. Now there's three snakes. 16 on the D20. Yeah, you got it. My maw. It's 2D6 plus three. 2D6 plus three. Awesome. I got a five. Nice. And a six plus three. I need to roll like actual dice. God dang it. So I got 14. When you cut it down vertically, like the two halves splash. I mean, it was it was beautiful. So it went right through them. <laughs> right it, through them. And it actually was kind of, you know, beautiful majestic in a way as they just split it and it falls just into the collection of water at Cheryl's feet. Next up is the one that's left. We reclaim DPS. Yeah, yeah, you guys won. You guys won. What, what's DPS? Damage. Like damage per race. Per second? Yeah, damage per second, yeah. So now it is the last water snake and it is going to try to attack Clyde again. Wow. For four plus? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. It kind of looks over at its friend that just died and it looks a little distracted as it just kind of does a half-hearted uh, headbutt towards you. I flex my pecs at it. You break apart the, the headbutt with your pecs and it just brushes the water aside as it reforms. Next up is Clyde's turn. Do what I did. <laughs> Use your fists. What'd you do? I st- I cut him in half, straight through the top of the head, all the way down. So so my great axe is like a double sided axe. Um, instead of cutting it in half, I'm gonna flip it sideways and just fucking. Oh, bang, like smoosh it down, smash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoosh it. All right, roll a d20. I got a fourteen teen. Ah man, that DPS race was very close. Go ahead and describe it, Clyde, as you squish it. So I take my great axe and I put a sideways flat. I just bring it downtown. Right on him. Right on a little duder. Downtown like Judy Brown. I, I smoosh him. Hello, everybody. It is your Dungeon Master. I'm Deweese here. Thank you all so much for listening to Episode 9 of Half-Hearted Heroes. I hope you all are enjoying the show as much as we are. It really means the world to us that you all are listening. And we we love uh, putting the show together and putting it out there and then uh, hearing feedback from you all. It's awesome. This week in this ad break, I do want to mention our affiliate link, uh, bit.ly slash halfway to dice that will take you to Dice Envy. And while you're there, you need to go and check out their uh, new dice. It's up for pre-order right now because they will ship within the month. Uh, They are called Brass Knuckles. Uh, One of the members of our Discord server pointed these out to me, and they are gorgeous. They're probably one of my favorite sets of dice i've ever seen um it's a metal set that's uh this oil rubbed brass and they're real gritty looking uh i think they would be really good for either a fighter or maybe even a monk really cool set of dice go check those out uh so just again head over to bit.ly slash halfway to dice shop around a little bit check out all the fantastic dice that dice envy has on their page Speaking of shopping around, uh, I've never mentioned this before, but we do have a merch store, uh, tpublic.com slash user slash one shot onslaught. 
or bit.ly slash halfway to tpublic if that's easier for you. We've got a lot of designs on there. We're also about to open up a new storefront where, uh, unfortunately, we haven't pulled the trigger on which way we're going yet. Uh, we're either going to open it up on our website, halfwaytoheroes.com, or we will be opening up um, an Etsy shop. Uh, this this way, we can control the fulfillment center, and um, that way we can give permanent discounts to our patrons and uh, send out free merch and things like that a lot easier. Um, so it's just a lot more flexible. So uh, unfortunately, we haven't pulled the trigger yet on which one, so I can't tell you exactly what it's going to be. Uh, I think we're leaning a little bit more to, towards Etsy just for a short-term thing. So that will be etsy.com slash shop slash one shot onslaught or it will will probably have a bit.ly slash halfway to etsy by the time this goes out so yeah we've got a lot of uh, really cool merch you can get you can support the show that way you can um support the show by you know buying the stuff and uh we get kicked a few bucks and then all that money is going to be going towards new mics also just wearing the merch around helps us a lot too just you know more exposure and you know i think that's all I've got for this ad break. Uh, it's a short one. Oh, if you want to sponsor one of these episodes and get in this ad break, you can head over to halfwaytoheroes.com slash sponsorships. Pay as little as $20 for a personal message or $30 for a business message, and you pick either if you want that message to be on One Shot Onslaught or on Halfway to Heroes, um, and you send the message and say who you want to read it, and we'll uh, we'll make that happen for you. And all that money goes right into our new microphone fund which I think we're getting very close to being able to pull the trigger on at least one. Uh, So we're really excited for that. We can't wait to get even better audio quality out for you all. Just thank you for just being a listener. It it, uh, means so much to us. I cannot wait till you all see where the rest of this arc goes, and I cannot wait till we see where the rest of the story goes. I'm really excited. So uh, I'll talk to you all at the end of this episode. Bye, everybody. Now that the scene's kind of died down, you can kind of look around and get your bearings. You actually see um, there's like a coat rack uh, by the entranceway, and there's one chair by one of the far doors. But other than that, this room's kind of empty and obviously still flooded to about two feet high. Um, And then there are now three doors that you all could go to. Uh, And just a reminder, Clyde, this this is not the cellar you remember. Uh, the cellar you remember ended in the last room. Uh, so this is all like new construction dug out since you've been gone. Since, since you've been, been gone. gone. <laughs> 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 I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who who has good who has good insight? Or wait, what's what's the one where you like kind of get a good feeling about things, or you don't, you know? Kind of feel things out. Intuition, man. It, it's insight, but usually it's inciting like people. If they're telling the truth or lying. Ah, uh, okay. So you can't tell if things are... Gosh, I think it's strange that one chair is sitting there. I don't remember <laughs> this. <laughs> I know we're not in combat or anything, but can I heal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, And you might need to. So Can we take a long rest? Uh, If you got eight hours to burn, you would miss your party. <laughs> <laughs> How long is a short rest? A short rest is only about a half hour. You guys could do a short rest. I think I should be able to use my alchemy jug after a short rest. No, it's dawn. I looked it up earlier, and it's every dawn, so like every new day. Ultrax, I think if you uh, touch your nipples, they will heal you. <laughs> Lay on hands on your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> You can do five times your level of healing a day. So you can do 15 point and you can spread it out. You can do, you know, seven to somebody, six, you know, however you want to break it I apart. need all five. Actually, you know what? I only need 13 out of the 15. I don't think I took any damage, did I? So I, I want to fully no. heal. I got 12 health. I want to fully heal in my other three points I want to give to Merlin. Merlin, you have 15 HP now. Just so you guys know, I only have one spell slot left. Well, even though I only have two 
to begin with. I have three. Oh, so no one just no one heals me. That's cool. <laughs> How much health Merlin, you got, man? Merlin was almost dead. I only got fifteen, man. I got fifteen too, and I'm now, a warlock. He had, he had twelve. I gave him three. Yeah. Whatever, dudes. Can't you? Can't you? Bru- oh, you don't can't use your jug. I, I can't say, use nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good about this. I mean, I'm, I'm, can I donate some health? No, 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 let's just go. Let's go. Continue. Proceed. What, what door would you all like to go through? I'm going to kick them all down. Left, straight ahead, or right? Left, right, straight ahead. Left. Yeah, let's go left. Uh, you all, uh, go to the left door. Clyde, you kick it in. Mm hmm. Clyde, you kick it in, and that's, it's actually kind of hard to kick in because the next room's also flooded about two feet high. So, you know, the door's kind of, pushing against the water so it actually takes a couple kicks to kick it in the fuck is all this water from and then as you do finally you know three or four kicks later uh you kick into what looks like maybe was a kitchen area yeah are you asking well i mean (laughs) it's it's flooded so it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell um remember this is new to him yeah this is yeah this is all new to clyde uh but you do see two uh, small round tables with two bar stool looking chairs on either side of both of them. And then you see a small stove with a chimney that goes up through the ceiling. So if there's so much water in here, there's got to be an exit somewhere. So all that rain's getting down here in my new basement. <laughs> <laughs> so are we, are we married to this door or are we allowed to go back and open another one? I mean, yeah, this door. I mean, you 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 peeked in this door, uh, but I just had you like at the entranceway right now. So if you guys wanted to either go into it or yeah, bail on it, I, I want to look for like stuffs. Well, yeah, I guess so. Let's 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 peek around in there. I have a horrible arcana, but I want to do arcana check. Yeah, if you guys wanted to like go into the room and investigate a bit, that could yeah. that could be an investigation check instead. Okay. I'm just gonna run, run in there and jump in there. All right, yeah. Ubo goes on in. Uh, Ubo, you get halfway in the room, and easily enough, you can see the water's kind of, kind of clear here. Um, and you can see next to that stove there is a dead body, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> like in, like submerged, laying flat under the water. Ubo, what do you see in there? <laughs> There's a dead body over here, guys. What? A what? Poke it. I poke it. You poke, sure dead. you poke it and there's no movement at all. Uh, it seems to be a human male body. It's it's near the stove. Uh, maybe it was cooking. You don't know. Uh, it's got a, a rusted scimitar. Schmitar, scimitar, however you say that. Uh, scimitar. Uh, lying next to it. And you notice that it's got a sheath in it. So maybe it had it drawn when it died. Um, but it, it seems to be a human body, which... okay. Do you think this is one of the warlocks or scarecrows? <laughs> warlocks? It's a Merlin. <laughs> it's a, it's oh, a Merlin. Oh no, I don't like that. <laughs> Do you think this could be one of the scarecrows? I have no idea what the scarecrows look like. Do you, Clyde? I got no clue. We never thought to ask that little punk kid what they look like. <laughs> well, they usually wear. Like out in public, they always wore uh, burlap saps on their f- sacks on their face, so nobody really knew what they looked like. How tall were they? Thuin, when you all asked her how many she thought there would be, she mentioned that. Uh, I mean, she did not mention that, um, like anything really specifically about their height, which makes you kind of think that they were probably taller people because. Otherwise, uh, Flander Dash is all like half orcs and glides, so they're all really big people. What else is around in this room? Is there another door? Is there any windows? Just, just. No, it's, uh, you guys are underground. The, uh, chimney has, or the stove has like this little smokestack kind of chimney, a real narrow thing. Not, nothing like you'd like climb in or anything, uh, that goes up to the ceiling. Uh, and then this body that it is kind of hard to recognize exactly. It's kind of gross. I mean, it's uh, it's okay. This is this is gonna be gross. I know, but I have metal hands, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> I want I want to like pick the body up and look to see if there's like sword marks or anything. Okay. I see I, how it died. 
Give me a, that is uh, the textbook definition of a medicine check in D&D. Oh, 20. Definitely died from drowning. Guys, I think the water snakes might have killed this guy before we found them. Maybe he just couldn't swim. I mean, the, the water's like, the water's like ankle deep. <laughs> well, well, you never I, know. There's some crazy things going on. I've heard now. you can drown in a teaspoon of water. <laughs> Maybe he fell, broke both his wrists, couldn't get up. Oh, I got another question. Okay, look around. Are the walls, are there any, is there any evidence that the entire room was flooded at one point and maybe the water level has dropped? That would be an investigation check. 18. Uh, yeah, looking at the water line of the bricks around, I'll give you a couple things. I'll give you that based on the water washing, the staining of these stones, you think that this water has been down here for at least a few days because there's just this slight, slight gradation in the stones that are at the current water height. If the water was ever higher than it is now, it was not for very long. I think we should go check one of the other rooms. I agree. Let's go to the right this time. Clyde, are you kicking it in? Yep. Why would you bust in that door, Clyde? They're my doors. It's <laughs> over there just kick, kick, <laughs> kick again because the next room is also uh, about two feet high of water. And as you kick it in, Clyde, it opens up to be what looks like maybe sleeping quarters. Uh, you see four beds, like four poster beds. Four, four poster beds. Yeah, that's all you can see from the doorway. Uh, I know it took you guys a while to go into the kitchen. So I'll say from the doorway, you can see four beds. Claude, did you have like flooding issues when you lived here or <laughs> anything like that? Nope. This is all new to me, man. Is there any bodies in the beds? Uh, not in the beds. You want to go into the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kind of, you just kind of maybe gave it away. I want to go check out the room. All right, uh, who's all going in this room? I'm going to go check out this room, too, because I got some good perception. I'm going to go in the room, too. Uh, all right, you all go into the room, and you see that with the four beds, there are also, uh, there's also a foot locker at the, like, at the foot of each bed. And then you see next to one bed... A dead male, and then next to one of the other beds, a dead female. Uh, Clyde, you don't recognize either, as they both, again, appear to be human. I'm going to go to the Foot Locker. I need some new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open all the Foot Lockers. <laughs> all right, there is a padlock on it, but it is rusted off at this point. So we each open one? Do you, you guys want to do it like yeah. that? Yeah. You can do it like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you all, you all grab a foot locker and say one, two, three, open. And, um, all tracks, uh, you open yours up. Uh, yours has, uh, the solution to that four gallon, um, jug puzzle, like sketched out perfectly, you know, how to do it all. And then next to it, a set of clothes. And then next to, like also in there, four one gallon jugs. Clyde, yours has a suit of studded leather and a pair of matching silvered daggers in it. Ooh. Oh. Ubo, yours has a set of uh, clothes, a small coin purse with 15 gold in it. Damn. And then it has these, it has this pair that it's really weird. Uh, it looks like a pair of wooden feet that come up about a foot high and then they've got a strap on it. Like you, strap your feet onto those feet. It's kind of weird inventions. You've never really seen it before. Uh, Merlin, yours is completely empty. What the <laughs> Sorry, man. Sucker. <laughs> I certainly don't need this solution to this puzzle when we have Clyde's jug. Uh, again, check these bodies for how they died. All right, yeah, medicine check uh, for each of them, whoever wants to check them out. I'm going to just hold, pick one up and hold them up. 10 plus one. <laughs> I got 11. Uh, this one, you can't really tell how it died just by the decay of it. Uh, it's been in the water for, you know, a little bit. It's kind of bloated, gross. Does he have pockets? Ooh, maybe he's got fish in his pockets. Uh, yeah, it's got pockets. Are, are, is there gold in the pockets or anything? 
No, they're empty. Oh, fuck. Okay. I rolled a 10 minus one. For what? <laughs> For medicine check. You can't tell how it died either. Just much like Ultrex's body, I mean, this thing has just been in this water for so long that's just bloated and hard to really pinpoint how it died. Can we cut him open? Yeah, I think we can. Clyde, you have a really fucked up basement. <laughs> I got a dagger. I can cut him open and see what happens. Yeah, I can use my new daggers. Okay. Let's try that out. This is, <laughs> Wait, what are this you guys is, trying to accomplish from cutting this thing open? I don't know. This is getting weird. Calls of death, man. We're not medical doctors. <laughs> We're the coroners today. Crime scene investigation. We we just got out of school. We haven't even done nothing yet. We can do anything now. <laughs> <laughs> Start pulling his teeth. I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going out. <laughs> this is getting gross. I'm gonna follow you. Yeah, I, I go out too. If no one else is going to stick around. <laughs> Merlin, are you, uh, yeah. are you coming? Oh, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Clyde to cut him open, but he left. <laughs> he's got like a dagger poised for it. As soon as you all leave, he's like, okay. <laughs> all right, last but not least, the middle door. I plant my feet to keep this door open. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you can hear echoing down the hallway real far like some but, Barry White. It's what? Some Barry White. Who's that? <laughs> Very oh, white, man. Oh, baby. yeah. That's Kool-Aid, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, rear, I rear back with my right foot. And very forcefully, I kick the door. Again, and it opens like two inches. Again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> you sound like a sex narrator, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Kick the dang door in. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Clyde. <laughs> uh, and as you... Yeah, this one does take a few kicks to get in. As um, a burst open. Actually, you wait. Actually, what, actually, wait, you know what? This one's actually kind of easy to kick in. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, which, my bad for letting you describe that so long. This one actually kicks in on the first kick. Uh, which you're actually not expecting. Uh, you kick this one in, and the water that's up to two feet high on you actually goes rushing into this room and then down the staircase that's in front of you. So do I kick it, it slams open, it slams shut, kick it again? You kick it, it slams open, and all this water that's in this room right now just kind of starts going down this... um like a 15-step staircase. Mm. And then at the bottom of the staircase, you see the water kind of collecting as there is another door at the bottom of the staircase. So it, it's just pretty much a staircase that goes down 15 steps. What, was weather stripping a thing in, back in fantasy worlds? Was what? Like weather stripping? Because I would imagine like these doors are just like wooden planks. Yeah, they're all wooden. And eventually water would get through it somehow, but not these doors. You got to think how long would that take, though? You know, uh, the rain, you know, as far as you all know, it only started 10 days ago. So I don't think it would take 10. I think I think the wood could hold up for 10 days at least. I think we should barrel in there and close the door behind us to stop the water. It's not like it was all instant. It's like still kind of just pouring in. Let's let's try to do that. Now we're at this other door. Yeah. So you you all rush in uh, and quickly slam the door behind you. It's it's pretty hard as the water's rushing up against it. Uh, you cut it off. Only a few feet of water have made has made it in. Uh, and then there's just that door at the bottom of the stairs. Now I drop kick it. Old <laughs> Trex has been aching for a drop kick, and he runs up and drop kicks this door open. As he drop kicks, I kick. All tricks into the door. Oh, oh, so it's a, a double kick. It's an Uber kick. I want him to cowabunga through that fucker. <laughs> and uh, as the door, it explodes. The door just explodes into a, a million yes. splinters. Yes. Merlin, Merlin gets a splinter. Yeah, Why Merlin, do I get, get a you, splinter? Because <laughs> you had the lowest health, so it's the most dramatic. So I get one damage on that? No, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, everybody make a deck safe. No, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, for real? Okay. Um, the the door explodes, and inside you see that there is... 
<laughs> I got, 17. Y'all are good. You guys Eight. are good. Uh, <laughs> Ubo, you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see in here this 50-foot-long corridor. Uh, it's about 15 feet wide. And the door that you just exploded, there's only about a five-foot ledge before this whole corridor is just flooded with water uh, beyond that five-foot ledge. We are standing on this ledge? You guys, yeah, you guys are standing on the ledge. Tied to the ledge are two boats. Hello, everybody. It's your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese, again, and I want to say thank you to all of you, and a special thank you to all of our current patrons. So thank you, Rachel, a.k.a. Dragonbait, Tiana H., Brittany and Maria Ballesteros, Danny M., Bradley M., Dwayne the Teddy Bear from the Lawful Stupid Podcast, Sofa Kingdom, Uncle Scott Chainsaw, Jeremy Fair, Not Iron Claw, Danny T., Matthew G., Brittany D, Undead Monkey, Naomi Sweet, Jerundu, Brian Bridges, Gene L, and the Nerd Asylum. Woo, we got two new patrons since the last time I recorded this, which is fantastic. Thank you so much, Tiana and the Nerd Asylum. You all are helping us crush goals and add to that new microphone pool. If you want to get your name on this list and a bunch of other really cool bonus content and support the show, help us upgrade some of our equipment and things like that, you can head over to bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon. Uh, we will be playing um, a game with some of our patrons, uh, One Shot, this Friday on Twitch. Um, so if you want to get in on those games, you can pledge as little as a dollar a month to be eligible to play in those games every month and uh, play One Shots with me. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we stream them on Twitch, twitch.tv slash one shot onslaught. Uh, go check it out. Subscribe if you haven't yet or uh, follow us, whatever. Oh, also something that I haven't mentioned before is uh, if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash one-shot-onslaught, and we're only like 50 subscribers away from uh, being able to hit that 1,000 subscriber mark, uh, which means that we can actually monetize the channel, and um, we wouldn't get a whole lot of money kicked back to us every month, but uh, like I said, every single dollar counts. Uh, so if you haven't yet and you would, wouldn't mind going and following us on YouTube, that would be a huge, huge help for us. Like I said, we're down to just like 50 left that we need. So that would be uh, every single new follower, subscriber is huge. Uh, join our Discord if you have not yet, bit.ly slash halfway to Discord or bit.ly slash one shot discord uh join there hang out with the cast of the show we uh we're talking in there all the time putting sneak peeks in there uh there's a ton going on at all times it's a really fun place to hang out you can follow us on all social media at halfway to heroes and if you like this show and you're all caught up now uh but you haven't listened to our other show one shot onslaught you can check that out uh again it's a one shot onslaught i'm the dm it's the same group except barry aka ultrex isn't in that one instead we have our other really good friend justin who plays a rogue named death and uh, you can jump in on any of those episodes that say part one in the title because they're all one shots it's not a long-running narrative campaign like this one I wanted to start getting these things shorter, so um, I think that's all I've got. Uh, I cannot wait for you all to hear the next episode uh, coming out in two weeks. I, I do apologize that this one is a little bit shorter than usual. Um, I'm I'm sorry. One sometimes when we do combat, uh, we end up editing out more things, just pauses and things like that. So, and since we had combat in the beginning half of this one, it just ended up being a little shorter. So I apologize for that. We have got a new iTunes review from the Bad DM on Twitter. This is a. Uh, Steven, the DM from Not Quite Heroes Podcast. So thank you so much, Steven. Uh, he says, fantastic. This is a great podcast, original story, and a cast with great chemistry. The DM does a great job taking the input from the players and setting up easy-to-visualize scenes. It is worth your time to listen. Uh, thank you so much, Steven, for your kind words. If you want me to read your iTunes review, just head over to uh, iTunes and uh, leave us a review. I will get to it uh, as soon as it pops up for me. 
we love reading these reviews, and they really, 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 really help the show. Uh, they help the show improve ratings on charts and things like that. They are just monumental help. So if you've got an iTunes account, uh, please consider leaving some review. It would mean the world to us. Okay, seriously this time, I'm all done talking at you guys. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for your support, and I will talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. We haven't played in forever. I can't figure out my voice. I think you just hold your nose uh, breath. Meat uh, wad. Well, there you go. You got it. Meat wad. And there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Last time I had a good belly laugh was when Dirk and B-Lurkin farted for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Durkin. No, Clyde, I mean. Yeah, but usually it takes like 12 hours before we fucking fight anybody. And I, motherfucker, I <laughs> text the group even and said, we're getting right into combat. <laughs> and I, I even, that. I even sent a picture of these things. Don't remember that one bit. I don't remember the picture of the snakes. What do they look like? I got a picture. I right remember here. the picture of the snakes, but you didn't say shit. When was this? Oh, hey guys, we're getting right into battle. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> All I see is a picture of Trogdor. It doesn't tell me how much it says. It says hit points, player handbook, page 47. I ain't got no dang player's handbook. Clyde's gone. Where is Clyde? Is he? Where'd he go? Clyde? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's getting a snack. <gasps> I stopped recording. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. God damn you it. can't do that, Johnny. <laughs> God, I wish you were so here we so s- I could smack you. <laughs> <laughs> A Majestic Goose Podcast.